Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Welcome. So the previous two episodes, we have been talking about seasons and cycles, first of life and then of yoga. Those conversations were a bit bigger picture in the sense that we talked about figuring out what seasons and cycles you were in. So now that we have talked about that, and I will link those episodes in the show notes if you haven't listened already, let's dig in a bit. One of the things that I personally appreciate the most about yoga is how you can really customize it to you, creating your own, I don't know, custom blend, if you will. Um, I think that's the right use of that phrase. I am not a coffee person. Okay, so let's work through some examples based based on what we've talked about the past couple episodes. So in the context of seasons of life first, I'm going to give some examples of how you could think about this and apply it to your own practice. This isn't to say you'll be figuring out your practice based on all of these at once. (laughs) That would probably be too much. But you might play with different ones at different times depending on what's calling you or just what you're curious about or want to experiment with. So first up, what season of the year are you in and what qualities does that season hold? For example, we are kind of on the cusp of transitioning into spring here and spring has qualities of energy and growth as everything comes out of the hibernation of winter. With the recent time change, the days are longer too. So I am definitely feeling more energized with the extra light. So I get to play with that in my practice. Some days using that energy for a more energized practice and other days grounding that energy if I'm feeling a bit too energized, which can definitely happen to me in the spring and the summer. So if you are a member of our online studio, you could use the energy level sorter for this. So figuring out what level of energy would feel good for you on that day. And just side note, if you're not already a member, registration will be opening again in early May. So another season you could consider when thinking about what practice you want to be doing is what season of life are you in? This could be your age, something going on with your internal cycles, like menstrual cycles, if that's something you experience. It could also be where you are in a school semester, either your own or your kids, where you are with a work project, etc. Most likely, there are lots of these seasons at play in your life at any given time. So how you might take that into consideration is, for example... If you're in a busy season of work, you might bring more restorative into your practice to have time to rest. And you might also have a more physically vigorous part of your practice to 
burn off the excess energy you might have from all of that busyness. Other seasons or cycles you might play with, if it's of interest to you, um, moon cycles. So the new moon is generally a time of intention setting, and the full moon is generally a time of letting go of anything that isn't serving you. And you can find out when the new moon and full moon are online. Um, There's lots of places you can just kind of Google for that. In my own practice, I like to leave a little time at the beginning or end of the practice on days of the new or full moon to reflect on those things or sometimes I journal about them too. Okay, so those are some ways that you might consider the season of life that you're in and some examples of how you might really bring that into your practice and respond. Now let's talk a little bit about seasons of yoga So for example, where are you in your relationship with yoga? Are you newer to the practice? Have you been practicing a while? If you are newer, you might be open to trying lots of new things. I think newer also could be if you've practiced before and then you were away for a bit and then you you came back. If you've been practicing for a while, you might be in a groove Or you could be in a rut, (laughs) which is how I often feel. If so, what different things could you bring into your practice? Maybe a different pace or focus, etc. Notice what you're drawn to and what you tend to avoid. Of course, if you're avoiding something because it's not safe for you, obviously that's good. But many of us, and by that I mean me mostly, (laughs) tend to prefer one category of poses or pace of practice over others, and it can be good to mix it up, to give your body and yourself different experiences to have an overall more balanced approach. So again, if you're thinking about seasons of yoga, you can think about what have I been doing lately, what am I interested in, and shape your practice around that. And by shape your practice, I mean choosing videos or classes you go to or what you do in your own practice in response to this. Another thing to consider in terms of seasons of yoga, are you in an active phase, meaning that you're practicing regularly, not that your practice is, you know, really physically intense or anything? Or a fallow phase. If you're in a fallow phase, meaning that you might be practicing less regularly, how can you give yourself grace around that? Like we talked about last time, that's not a problem. Sometimes it's just where we are. So here the question is, what does it look like to ease back in? What would make it simple and pleasurable to do so? So it doesn't feel like a chore because... Who wants more chores? (laughs) I definitely don't. Another consideration, are you more or less interested in your practice right now? To me, this is the capital T truth. Sometimes you're excited about yoga. Sometimes not so much. Again, this is a natural part of things. Nothing to feel bad about or criticize yourself for or anything like that. If you're in a less interested phase, you might use some of the earlier suggestions to try something different. This also might be a time to 
bring other forms of movement into your life. For example, I know I need to get out for a hike or a swim when I'm feeling that way. Sometimes that gets me back into my body and can help me re-engage with my yoga practice. So as you can see, there are lots of different examples of how you could work with this and customize your practice to you. The main thing is checking in, seeing where you are, and responding accordingly. And this, like everything, (laughs) takes practice. You might have no idea where you are. If that's the case, listen back to the past couple episodes where I provided some reflection questions to start to think about the seasons and cycles that you're in. But also, you can just pick whatever is most obvious and work with that. So for some people, that might be the environmental season. For others, it might be a season of life. For example, parenting young kids or work, maybe a project that you're in the middle of or just came out of. Remember that with whatever season you're working with, you can either bring in that same energy if it's something you want to take advantage of, or you can cultivate the opposite, as the Yoga Sutras say, to bring yourself more into balance if you're feeling out of balance. There's not really a right or a wrong here. It's more about trying different things and seeing how you feel. The beauty is that when you're responding to your own seasons and cycles, you have natural variety in your practice because those things are in a constant state of flow and flux. And that can help you stay engaged or get engaged. (laughs) And it's custom fit to you, which is also more likely to keep you engaged than something that is not a good fit or is not responding to where you are in your life. Again, if you are a member of our online studio, we have tons of different ways to sort for video practices to fit different things that you're looking for. Okay, so we are about to move into the rest and integration phase of our community practice cycle, which is called the stretch. We have had three months of active support, and then we're going to move into one month of rest and integration before beginning again. I really built these seasons and cycles in very intentionally for lots of reasons, because I think it's important to have and recognize seasons and cycles. Also because I think there's too much inundation on the internet and I don't want to contribute to it because it's a way in to working with seasons and cycles and so much more. So as we move into this phase, use what we talked about today to guide you. This is a perfect time to experiment with what you need from your practice on any given day before we move back into a time where I'll be offering you more specific suggestions and resources. Like I mentioned, registration will open for the studio again in early May. This year, we are focusing on mind, body, and spirit. We started the year with January mind, and we will be picking up in May with May body, where I'll be offering you recommended video practices and reflection questions every few days in May to connect with and learn more about and from your body. I would love to have you join us if you're not already a member. So this is the last episode of this season of the podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening as always. And let me know if you have ideas for things you'd like me to talk about in future seasons. Okay, let's close with one breath together. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.